Welcome to our Frontline City Church podcast. This message will activate and inspire you in the supernatural love of God to find your purpose and reach your destiny through Christ. Heavenly Father, I thank you for who you are. I thank you, Lord, that your presence invades this room right now and invades the rooms where people are watching online. Sure. Father, I thank you that our hearts will receive your word. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Guys, what I want you to do, when I get excited, you get excited. Is that? Yeah. Amen. So, in this week, it was on Wednesday, I was dealing with a lot of challenges that the church was facing financially and us personally and all kinds of things was happening. And I was processing and arguing with God. And I went to the bathroom at the office and uh, I thought it was first in the night, but then I realized it was when I was at the office. And I came out, and as I walked out, preoccupied, concerned, walked back to my office, God spoke to me. God spoke to me, and He said this. He said, Mandy. And I said, yes, Lord. He says, the promise still stands. The promise still stands. So now I want to say to you, every time I say the promise still stands, you stand to your feet and you declare it with me. Is that a deal? The promise, the promise still stands. Okay. 2 Corinthians 1, 19 to 20. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. For the Son of God, if you can just turn it slightly down here. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me, that's Paul speaking, and Sylvanus and Timothy, was not a yes and a no, but in him was yes. Listen to this. For all the promises of God in him are yes. And in Him, amen, to the glory of God through us. The promise of God still stands. Listen now. Guys, you need to take notes. Because you're going to get some awesome gems here. Okay, number one. God is irrevocably bound up with His promise. Number two. It is not possible for him to be God and yet to fail in the fulfillment of his promises. He has to keep his promises. God cannot fail his promises. We must approach, number three, we must approach his promises like this. It is done. Come on. It is a certain fact. It is already accomplished. You don't have to worry. You might fall or mess up, but you get back up because the promise still stands. Amen. Irrespective. 
irrespective if there's a delay. Irrespective if there's a pandemic. Irrespective if everything fails in the economy. The promise still stands. Amen. Next point. He is the immutable, means unchangeable God, which means He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Next point. If His promises fail, then it's an indication that He's failed. Can that happen? Can God fail? What happens? The promises still stand. You see, He is the God of the promise for Abraham, for Isaac, for Jacob. He is the God of promise for Moses, for Joshua, for Deborah, for Gideon. He is the God of promise for Shadrach. Meshach, Abednego, in, they, they were in the fiery furnace. He was a God of promise for Daniel in the lion's den. He was the God of promise for Paul and Silas when they were in the jail. He is the God for promise for our Savior Jesus Christ, who counted on him to raise him from the dead. Come on. He's the God of the promise. I want to say, He's the God of promise for you. For you. Michael, for you. Yvette, for you. Rhoda, for you. Kennedy, He's the God of promise for you. Jabu, He's the God of promise for you. He's the God of promise. Victor, He's the God of promise for you. The promise stands. Come on, the promise still stands. Declare it. Woo! Listen to this. His power, His power is bound up in His promises. I want to read that scripture again, but I want to read it from the New Living Translation. For Jesus Christ, the Son of God, does not waver between yes and no. He is the one whom Silas, Timothy, and I preach you as God's ultimate yes. He always does what He says. For all of God's promises have been filled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ, our amen, which means yes, ascends to God for His glory. Oh, this is powerful. The promises of God are yes and amen in Christ. Where are we? We are in Christ. So what does that mean? We've got promises. We've got promises we need to grab a hold of and pull down and say, God, that's mine. Amen. Psalm 89, verse 34 and 35 in the Amplified says, my covenant I will not violate, nor will I alter the utterance of my lips. Once for all, 
I've sworn by my holiness, my vow, which cannot be violated. I will not lie to David. God is not man that he should lie. Has he not said it? Will he not do it? The Passion Translation of that scripture says, How could I revoke my covenant of love that I promised David? For I have given him my word, my holy, irrevocable word. How could I lie to my loving servant David? The promise. Come on. You're getting exercise today. You're getting exercise today. Joshua 23 verse 14. The amplified. Now, Joshua's old. He thinks he's about to die. And he's addressing the Israelites. You're a type of an Israelite. Say, it's talking to me. Now behold, today I'm going the way of all the earth. I'm going to go home to be with the Lord. And you know, in all your hearts and in all your souls, that not one word of all the good words which the Lord your God spoke to you concerning you has failed. All have been fulfilled for you. Not one of them has failed. There might be a delay. There might be a holdup. There might be whatever. But the promises of God still stand. Do you believe that? Then let's declare it. The promises of God still stand. Woo! Spurgeon wrote, and he's one of the great men of God, one of the great generals of God. He's been God many, many, many years. But he wrote, It was something certain, settled, positive, fixed. It's not a variable gospel nor a deceptive gospel. It is not a chameleon gospel which changes its colors according to the light which fell on it. But it is a clear and a distinct gospel giving in all sincerity by the truthful and truth-loving Savior who never used words in a double sense. He said what he meant and he meant what he said. It was by this process of reasoning that the apostle concluded the text concerning Christ. All the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. What happens when a promise gets fulfilled? What do you do? Hallelujah! God, you're faithful. You testify. You share with people. I want to tell you, the promises of God still stand in your life. Say it with me. The promises of God stand in my life. Are you enjoying this word? This is a word from God. Luke 18 verse 27 in the Passion says... Jesus responded, what appears humanly impossible is more than possible with God. For God can do what man cannot do. Are you facing an impossible situation? 
say with me, all things are possible. God wants to bless me. God wants to protect me. God will bring me through the storm. I will fulfill my destiny in Jesus. Because why? Another point, we sometimes read or hear or speak of the promises of God that are written in God's word, but we don't give them as much credit. It's like, uh, it's a promise like a friend or a father or a mother or a boss or your president. Who knows what? They all fail. That's how we sometimes treat the promises of the word of God casually. I think if we valued them more, we would believe them better. Men often change their minds. Even the Apostle Paul did that. But God does not change his mind. Amen. Listen to this. Unbelief. Unbelief is serious. It's actually sinful. You see, you don't have to believe in yourself, but you have to make a choice. I will believe in the promises of God. Why? Because the promises of God still stand. You're never going to forget this. God can't lie. Hey? If you should have any suspicion that God's not going to keep His promises... You're calling him a liar. Should it ever be said that God has failed to keep his promise? Or that God couldn't keep his promise? Or that God's army shortened? Or that God has run out of finances? Or that God can't heal anymore? Heaven forbid! Every promise he made concerning your well-being was ratified when Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose again. Because Jesus came to give you life and life in abundance. You have a destiny. You have a purpose. You have every, everything you need in the promises of God through Christ Jesus. Amen. Do you believe that? Do you think God's dried up? Do you think God can't do what He needs to do? Oh, come on. All the promises of God. Promises of forgiveness. Promises of guidance. Promises of provision. Promises of preservation. Promises of peace and joy. Promises of hope. promises to reach us for the rest of eternity all the promises they still stand stand up with me and say declare it the promises still stand again the promises still stand amen are you believing are you beginning to believe 
you about God's character, who God is. Hey? Because if you know who God is, you cannot doubt Him. God gives firm promises. The stability of the promises in Christ, this is point number one. The stability of the promises in, in Christ is established beyond all doubt. First, because Christ is God's witness. If anybody asked, did God make that promise? What, is, what happens? Jesus Christ stands up and he says, yes, God the Father did. I was there. Amen. Come on, listen. Listen. Christ comes forward and says, the promises are true. What does the Bible say? Christ is the faithful and true witness. He bears witness of God. He bears witness of God. He sets his seal on every divine promise and certifies it. Yes and amen. The promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Where's Christ? In your heart. So the promises of God are yes and amen to you. Come on. Yo, God. As long as Jesus Christ lives, the promises live and they're yes and amen to you. Is Jesus Christ going to live for eternity? Is there anything that can disqualify His promises? So why do you think? Why do you think you're disqualified from the fulfillment of God's promises for your life? We hinder the promises. The promises can be delayed. But if you get up off your bottoms, if you get up off your bottoms, if you get up off your bottoms and begin to declare, declare with me the promises of God still stand. Woo! Give him a praise offering. Where's Jesus now? He's at the right hand of the Father interceding for you for the fulfillment of the promises to you sure think about that close your eyes for a second picture Jesus praying and saying to the Father I'm bringing up Mapule's promises Father you made these promises to Mapule and as your son I'm praying that you will walk into the fulfillment of every one of those promises come on come on do you see? Do you see Jesus interceding for you? Hallelujah. Beloved, you believers, the promises of God are true in Christ because God didn't spare his only son. He freely delivered him to death so that the promises can be that we can be reconciled to God through the death of Jesus Christ and the resurrection for eternity do you think that if God didn't want to keep his promises to you 
do you think if God couldn't keep his promises to you, then he was double-minded? He was a yes-no God. If he was a yes-no God, he would have pulled his son off the cross. But he's a yes and an amen. He doesn't change like a shifting shadow. Have you seen the shadows as they shift, as the sun moves across? He's steadfast. He's the same. His word is the same. Come on. God is in control. Amen. He's got you. When we believe God as he is revealed in Christ Jesus, we believe all of his promises. Confidence in the person who God is, is confidence in what he speaks. So that we can dare to accept everything that God says is yes and amen. What are the promises that you're holding on to? What are the promises you're waiting to see fulfillment? Did God promise you something? Are you moving towards what God said? Where are you in your life? Maybe there's a delay because you, maybe you step slightly out of the will of God. I don't know. Maybe there's a delay because someone around you made some bad decisions. But that doesn't change the promises of God. If you've messed up, what do you do? You repent. And in that split second that you repent, Lord, forgive me. I've messed up. Wash me clean. I start fresh. What happens in that split second? The promises of God is still standing. The promises of God is still standing. Come on. 1 John 5 verse 10 says, He that believed not God had made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. If you don't believe God's promises, you call him a liar and you cannot believe that Jesus Christ is who he is. God loves faith because it honors him and also because it leads us to acts of obedience. And we can then walk in love and joy because we've learned to discover that God is who he says he is through Jesus Christ. And everything is yes and amen in Jesus. 2 Peter 1 verse 14, uh, verse 4 says, and the New Living Translation, <coughs> and because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. The promises of God are great and precious. But what do we do? God gives us a promise and two weeks down the line it hasn't come to pass. Or a year down the line there's some obstacle. What do we do? I can't do this anymore. Christianity's not working for me. 
God doesn't love me. Hey? He only loves Evangelist Freddy because Evangelist Freddy goes to Lesotho. And if Evangelist Freddy gets everything right to go to Lesotho. But the promises for me. If you claim to have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the promises for you are true. Don't give up on the promises of God. Don't. The promise of God exceeds all our experiences. Think about that. Say with me, the promise of God exceeds all my experience. The promise of God is longer than life. It's broader than sin. It's deeper than the grave and higher than the clouds. It's exceedingly great. It's not a little promise. It's exceedingly great and precious promises. When the Lord, when our daddy God opens his mouth to make it a promise, it's worthy. It's dependable. It's true. You can build your life on his promises. And when the storms come, because they will come, we live in an imperfect world. When the storms come, or when you've messed up, you go back to God and say, God, I don't know, it doesn't make sense. And I can't see the other side of the storm. But this I know, the promises of God still stand. situation lose their power when our faith takes a firm hold upon the promises of God what did God promise you what do you know about the promises of God if you say but maybe God hasn't given me a promise then go read the Bible Go open your Bible. If you don't have a Bible, come to us. We'll give you a Bible. Okay? And begin to underline. Say, God, show me the promises. Promises like, I will heal you. I will set you free. I've come to give you life in abundance. Promises that I will heal your broken heart. We heard the testimonies of how God heals and delivers and sets free. It's your time. It's your time for the fulfillment of God's promises. You know what you're going to do? You're going to take the promises of God, write them down, make them plain. And then you say, you stand up and you say, Satan, the promises of God still stand. Amen. The promises of God still declare it with me for your life. The promises of God still stand. One more time. Of God still stand. Woo! The promise still stands. There's a song by Elevation Worship. 
And I want you just to be quiet and just to listen to the lyrics of this song. Walking around these walls, I thought by now they'd fall, but you have never failed me yet. Waiting for change to come, knowing the battle's won, for you have never failed me yet. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never failed me yet. I know the night won't last. Your word will come to pass. My heart will sing your praise again. Jesus, you're still enough. Keep me within your love. Oh, my heart will sing your praise again. Oh, yes, it will. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never failed. I've seen you move. You move the mountains. And I believe I'll see you do it again. You made a way where there was no way. Some of you are in that position. And I believe I'll see you do it again. I'll see you do it again. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never failed. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never failed me yet. Stand to your feet. Lord Jesus, lift your hands and receive. Today, we receive every promise. Forgive us for doubting who you are. Forgive us for allowing circumstances and fears and sin to steal the promises that you spoke. Every promise is true. And we declare now by faith that the promise stands again like you mean it. The promise still, let's say to hear it, the promise still stands. Let the whole of honey do hear it. The promise still stands. The promise still stands. We declare it. The promise still stands. Change it. My promise. And I give the Lord a praise of it. Woo! Okay. Be seated quickly. Let me wrap this up. Whoa. Are you excited? Woo! One day when I'm big, I'll preach like that. Oh, praise God. I want to quickly share a scripture with you. And then I'm going to share a testimony. Isaiah 54 and verse 1 says, Sing, barren woman. This is just some of the promises that God made that we need to know. Sing, barren woman, 
you have never born a child, burst into song, shout for joy. You were, were never in labor because more are the children of the desolate woman than that of the of who has a husband, says the Lord. And number two, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. One of the promises to frontline is get ready for enlargement. Get ready for new things. Verse three, you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in desolate cities. Do not be afraid. This is an instruction from God. You will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth and remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. Jump to verse 9. No, sorry, verse 10. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken. God's love for you will never be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. As I studied this word and as mom shared this word about the promise that will stand with me, I got this revelation. We can ask God, why is it taking long? But we can't ask God, why is it not happening? We must understand that His promise stays true and we say, God, why am I not healed yet? You can ask God, why hasn't it happened yet? But you can't ask God, why is it not happening? Because it is busy happening in the spiritual realm. It is busy. You might not see it yet, but it's busy happening. Verse 11. Afflicted city, lashed by the storms and not comforted. Who of your life sometimes feel like you're being afflicted? It is tough. It's not working the way you expected it to be. God says, I will rebuild you with stones of turquoise. Your foundations with lapis lazuli. I had to go look up what is lapis lazuli. It's like tanzanite. It is a beautiful blue stone. An incredible jewelry that have been used since ancient days. I will make your battlements of rubies, your gates of sparkling jewels, and all your walls of precious stones. You see, the Christian thing about just having enough isn't what God promised. God promised you something incredible, something beyond expectation. When He builds your building with jewelry, where other people use bricks, God's going to use jewels. Just get your head around that. I will make your battlements of rubies, your gates of sparkling jewels, jewels and all your walls of precious stones. And all your children will be taught by the Lord and great will be their peace. Parents who are praying for your children, keep this promise before God. Because God said, my children will know God and here they will be taught by the Lord. Keep that promise before God. Don't give up on that promise for your children because God has promised. Whoa. Now, testimony time. Can I give you an instruction, Frontline? Pack your bags.
Okay, let me give you details. Sit down, let me give you details. Let me go like Grant a little bit back and make the long story long. <laughs> Love you, Grant. Um, we signed in June for number 13 Johan Road, and we did a calculation saying that the bond will be cheaper than what we're paying rent now. So we decided to take a bond. Halfway through the application, in our own life, we went just through such a hard time that there was no way that we could co-sign the bond. There was no way that we could say, we're going to do this. And in this time, God says, forget about a bond. I'm going to do it cash. God, we are suffering in our personal life. The church's finances practically is in the worst state it's ever been in the more than 10 years we've existed. Now you're telling us we're going to buy a property cash. God, I think you, you're misunderstanding the situation. I need money for rent. I need money for electricity. I need money for salaries. A, a property cash is like quite far down the road. There's other more urgent needs. Can you guys understand? So there's needs of thousands of rands. And God says, I'm going to give millions. God, we can't even pay our electricity account at the church. How are we going to buy a property cash? Just on Wednesday night, Apostle Nikki had a thing on Faith TV and he specifically prayed over properties for church. Okay, sorry, just go back one more step. End of September, our offer expired and they... The deal was closed, and last week I said, we're still trusting God, but our offer wasn't officially in anymore. And I told the agent, I said, well, um, we want the property, and we're trusting God, but they, I will make an offer when we have a plan. On Wednesday night, Dad has uh, Faith TV, and they pray over pastors for properties. And I jump up, and I send Apostle Nikki a WhatsApp, and I say, I'm taking that promise for me. I'm believing for Frontline for its new property. Yesterday afternoon, I get a WhatsApp. It's paid for. promise from somebody that I would bank on that the money will be in, in due course. It is the money for the purchase price. Now we are still trusting God for the transfer fees, um, but relative to what it was, it's a minute amount, but it's still a challenge. So I would like you to just stretch out your faith with me. God has done the big things. Now we need to, God has done the millions. Now we need to trust for the thousands normally works the other way around but God has done the big things we now just need to understand trust God for the little things I want to declare that mom had the word that the promise still stands long before we had the whatsapp long before things changed 
God got the word and said, the promise still stands. And me and mom started working and praying into the word that she received from God. And days later, it is done. Days later, it is done. And God says, as I'm doing it in frontline, the organization, so I'm going to do it in frontline, the people. Start trusting God for properties. Paid off cash properties for yourself. Because God is going to do it. If God can erase the debt that people have on cars, if God can put down the property cash for the church, He can do it for you. Because it's the same God. It is the same God. Can we just stand up and give God a hand? Praise you, Jesus! (laughs) We are moving! We are moving! Father God, we love you. We honor you. We respect you. We are so thankful. There's no way this could have happened without you, Jesus. Lord God, in our most desperate time, in our most difficult time, you do the big miracles. (laughs) You do the big things. While we're struggling with the small things, you're taking care of the big things. Lord God, we honor, we love you, and we are so excited to see every single other promise come to pass. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Don't think it's done. We need finances for the transfer fees. We need finances for the building projects. But I know my God's promise still stands. And it's going to happen. Praise God. Praise God. We want to pray for people. Who needs a miracle? A promise. Okay, those who haven't put their hands, look around. You can put your hand on somebody's shoulder. I'm going to pray. I just want you to put your hand on somebody's shoulder. We're going to trust God. Dad and I don't have to lay hands on people. The Spirit of God is here. Father, I thank you for who you are. I thank you that irrespective of circumstances, Irrespective of our failures, your promise still stands. And right now we release hope in who God is. And we declare over everybody here, your promise still stands. Now lay hands on them and begin to pray. You don't even pray fancy, just declare. I release hope. I release faith. Let faith rise up. Let faith rise up. Because the promises of God, they stand. He's true. He doesn't lie. What He promised you, rise up in faith. Let them feel the faith rising. Know that the promises of God for you are fulfilled in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! 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 Worship team, come! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Let's do that song, Cross Over. We're crossing over.
We hope that you enjoyed today's message. Our services are streamed live on our Facebook page every Sunday morning at 9.30. For more information and resources, please go to our website, www.frontlinecitychurch.co.za or look us up on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.